she's gone tomorrow. Listen. <laughs> Welcome to Dr. Lovely's Couch Cafe Show. Dr. Lovely here. Goddamn. <sighs> Reflection. But above all things, God. Yahuwah, our God is worthy. Um, I'm still working on that that lesson. Um, I'm gonna tighten it up because I, I I tried to record it yesterday. And I, I I swear I swear to goodness I paused it to do something and then I deleted it. I was like, okay, I need to tighten up before we bring it to you. I want it to be airtight and lay out the case effectively. And once I do that, I, I break it in. Now, I'm going back because right before the end of last year, I said I was going to start on, on the book of Jeremiah. And I started and I hit the first two chapters. So now we're going to knock it out because God has been dealing with me on it um, real strong. <laughs> um, and I figured there's something here that we need to understand. That will take us into the things that are going to happen for us this year or going to happen to us this year for us to get this this understanding fully um, so that we can know what we're going to be faced with and what God's gripes are towards his children that brought us here. Um, in my studies, as I stated before, the book of Jeremiah edifies Deuteronomy 28. So... Um, I'm going to read that first, <laughs> and that way it can give us the understanding we need, and then it'll take us into the rest of the stuff, because I think we should at least know what Deuteronomy 28 is saying, and um, what we need to do, or what how we gain understanding of what's being said in Jeremiah, like, what you find with the supposed Old Testament, um is that you have God laying down ground rules with giving us history, right? Genesis, Exodus, I mean, in Genesis. Now, the book of Jasher lays down that, that history a little bit more strongly. And some people don't ascribe and some people do. So it is your du jour to figure out whether or not you want to deal with it or not. Uh, but I enjoy reading it because it it opens up even more information in certain places and is mentioned in the Old Testament. So we know that the book exists. So um, it's just like there are multiple books. Um, and I think it's Ezra where it talks about a, cer a certain number of books um, that he had written that was supposed to be sealed up. Because mind you, most of the prophets, you hear him tell, it, tell them to seal it up. And the sealing it up was for a later time and, and for them to gain something from it when they were revealed, um, well, when we were faced with certain stuff that we have access to understanding what was to come for us, right? This is not what you get or this is not what you come to understand in the in the church. And I heard something very interesting today um, regarding that, but... Man, I had two, like, I heard, like, maybe about three poems. Somebody laid them down, like, man, I was like, damn, that shit's deep. I'm going to play one at the closing of this um, podcast because I felt like that shit was so deep that people should hear it. Um, 
And it really made me sit here and think about a lot of things. A lot of times I sit and I think very deeply about a whole bunch of things. But I feel like God give us the desire to do certain things in order to make an impact in other people's lives. He calls us to do certain things. Um, and understanding that purpose makes a difference. And understanding what his purpose is towards you is, is everything. So, um, my after my accident, um, I had a very chaotic week. And by Wednesday, my mind was focused on Job. I was like, damn, I'm, this is some Job ass shit going on in my life right now. And, um, when I got home, you know, my mind is still reflecting on, you know, like the month has been really chaotic, like in office, <laughs> more so than at home, but still just a lot of chaos surrounding me. So when I got home, just having this conversation with God and he, he said to me, um, remember what you prayed for. And, and I thought to myself, like, I have been praying for the fear of God. Um, man, that just gave me chills. And to help you to understand what I mean by the fear of God, the fear of God puts us in a reverence of him where we won't disrespect him and we would walk um, appropriately to the things that he has called for us to do. So as I'm reading Jeremiah, I'm seeing these things that God is saying to his people and it connects and it's connecting and it helps you to understand a thing, right? And um, the best place for me to help you to understand it is as I was reflecting, I um, I heard this, I was watching this um, debate between young Pharaoh and this Jewish guy and as as young Pharaoh is cleaning his clock with his scientific evidence, there's so much misconstruing that he has because he has no real understanding about biblical principles. So he lies about a lot of things that will snatch him up later on. And I don't know if he did it purposefully um, or ignorantly, nonetheless. But it was something the Jew said, which I thought was very interesting. And he said he was studying to be a rabbi. And they study every day, all day. And I thought to myself, like, wow. Yeah, I'm lacking niggas. And I think about not studying, um, period. Because I've been in, God had been dealing with me about studying my word for about three. Nah, fuck that shit. It's been a whole year now, goddamn. He really been dealing with me on it. And and I and I kept saying, okay, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Okay, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Okay. Okay, I'm going to do it tomorrow, and I, I, I'll i do it later. Okay, okay, okay. Until one day I got in that accident, and I said, okay, I hear you. See, we don't we don't connect the dots. When God commands us to do something, we tell him what we're going to do. No, niggas, we don't tell him the fuck we're going to do. We do it. And and when we, when we, when we tell him what we're going to do, you better understand there'll be something coming from it. So when we, when God distinctively asks us to do some things and we put it off, this is why I said I wanted a fear of God. I wanted the fear of God to understand there's something I disconnected or I'm not connected to because there was something 
that um, some of our ancestors got, which was that fear of God. They knew when God stated something, that was something they needed to get on top of right away. And Christianity has programmed us to think another way. And I know that I've been programmed to think differently. So I've been praying to him about changing what they programmed in me. See that? What they programmed in me. They program something in me that is not favorable to the God of all things. Yeah. So I'm having the conversation and I'm waking up in the morning saying, I need you to teach me to have fear of you to the point where you ask me to do something. I know I need to get that shit done soon as you ask me to do it. Father, help us. Help us. Because we have no clue really how to serve you with all our heart, minds, and soul because they've programmed a rebellion in us. The system around us teaches us to rebel. Against the things that are correct. Against the very creator of all things. And I know you say, girl, how do you know we serve in the correct God? When, when I bring forth this, this study on the name of God, you will know without a doubt. Or you will surely have some understanding as to who he is. And I will provide my notes and then you will fact check the shit I found. But that's up to you to do. Father, help us. Because we truly don't know him. We know essences of him, but not really, really know him. Right inside, inside. Moving on. Before I read Deuteronomy, um... 28. I'm going to read Deuteronomy 6, and I thank God I'm learning where the scriptures are, because niggas, I really didn't, um, I really, really, really didn't be, I really wasn't the person that remember exactly where these things are to be found. I, I, um, I knew what they said, but never understood where to find them, but God is even dealing with me there. I'm going to read this this portion first. It says in Deuteronomy 6, um, chapter 6, verse 1. Now, these are the commandments and statutes and judgments which Yahuwah Elo, uh, Eloakim, Yahuwah Eloakim is, um, Yahuwah, your, Elohim, or your, our power, Yahuwah, your, our power, or Yahuwah, our power, commanded to teach you 
that ye might do them in the land whether thy goal to possess it. That you might fear Yahuwah Eloeka. Yahuwah Eloeka is Yahuwah your Elohim in a singular tense. Him alone and no other power. Yahuwah Eloeka is Him alone to guard all of His statutes. And his commandments, which I command you, you and your son and your son's sons all the days of your life. Semicolon, meaning it's important to remember the next. And that your days may be prolonged, meaning keeping his statutes and his commandments. And his judgments are privy to do. And when you do it, it will give you a long life. Well, niggas, we can understand why a majority of our people are being cut down in the street at a young age. Because they don't keep his commandments, his statutes, or his judgments. Because long life is given unto those that do what? Okay. Hear therefore, O Israel, and guard to do it. Did it say here, O Christian? Did it say here, O Muslim? No, it don't. But it doesn't denote that they don't have, that they will, cannot have access to it. The command is given to Israel. He's chosen that they followed it. But the goy or the stranger had access. But they had to follow it the way the people were told to follow it. Um, Father, um, niece, does that, does that mean the Christians is on the right path? Hell no. Amen. Don't get mad at me about what I'm saying. How do we understand truth? By what it's saying here. This is before there was a Jesus, supposedly. And I still don't know if he existed. Because there's no historical proof, really, of him being existed, other than the story. This is before there was a David. This is before there was a Solomon. Or Isaiah. Or Jeremiah. He laid it down. I'm going to say it in Hebrew first, and then we'll say it in English. Because the Hebrew gives us a little bit more life. Shema Yisrael Yahuwah Eloheinu Yahuwah Kad. I didn't got ahead of myself, niggas. 
So he says, Shama, hear. Therefore, O Israel, and guard to do it, that it might be well with you, and that you might increase mightily. And Yahuwah Eloheinu, Yahuwah Eloheinu, Yahuwah my power. Now you have Moses saying, As God, my power, my source. As God, your power, your source. The God of your fathers has promised you in the land that flows with milk and honey. Meaning a choice land that produces very well. Let me take you to the here. Psalms 46 and 10 says, Be still and know that I am Elohim. Colon, meaning something next is very extremely important. That you must pay attention to. I will be exalted among the heathen, but among the goy. And I will be exalted in the earth. Be still means. We cannot hear until we are made still. Until we cannot move. So you know what it's like not having a car. You're at the mercy of another person in order to get around. So when you are made still and you cannot move, have you ever been sick? When you're sick, you have to depend on someone else, but you're at a standstill. You can't do anything, period. So when God has rendered you to be still is because he's trying to talk to you. Because if you're not still, you're going to keep moving and you're not going to hear. Then he, Yehoah, is revealed unto us. When we are still and we cannot move, then God himself is revealing himself to you. Now, whether or not you're listening or you're trying to hear or you're open to receive what he's saying to you is something completely different. But we cannot hear until we're made still. Then he, Yehoah is revealed unto us, equals, here I am. Well, he said, be still and know that I am. Be still and know that I am your power. 
There is no movement you can make without me. And when we are still and have relented ourselves over to the will of Yehoah, we then have understanding because he's made himself known. He shed the light on the situation. He's gave you understanding in a particular thing. But most of us will never hear. Getting back to it. Hear, therefore, O Israel, and guard to do it, that it might be well with you. Again, a second time, he's established that keeping it will be something that keep you well. Twice, he said, the heavens and earth shall testify. So when you hear it saying twice, He's telling you this shit's established that you need to understand if you keep these things, it will keep you well, meaning it's been established, meaning that something testified the heavens and the earth heard, therefore it's established and that now it has to be done. You know how you in the court of law, right? According to the Torah, you should have at least two or three witnesses to witness the wrong being done. You see, you don't, they don't, they don't teach that in the church when they tell you, oh, you would go to jail or you would die because you see it. Nigga, it, it still got to be two or three people that testify against you to say that you've done the wrong thing. Before you're even stoned or killed. The people that saw you do it. Is that brought forth to your understanding as the Christians are lying to you about what Torah says or what the law says? Leaving out the the statutes and the commandments and the judgments? Do they ever talk about those as they're saying the law is done away with? Do they even bring up that there had to be witnesses to the sin you've done? Okay. One of the reasons why God dealt so harshly with the people because they saw the sin of the people and they said nothing. Therefore, nobody was dying anyway. Moving on. Hear, O Israel, Yahuwah, Eloheinu, Yahuwah is one. Shama Yisraya, Yahuwah, Eloheinu, Yahuwah, Echad. And you shall love Yahuwah, Eloheka, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Do you love him? The creator. The all-existing one. The natives call them great spirit. 
with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. He said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you love me, you would follow my statutes and keep my ordinances. Do you know his commandments? Do you know his ordinances? Do you know them? And these words which I command you this day shall be in your heart. When something is in our heart, it's all encompassing. If you've ever been really loved by someone unconditionally, no matter what you have done to them, they still love you. They still show you the kindness and respect that you deserve no matter what you've done. And you shall teach them diligently to your children. Did you teach them diligently to your children? I taught my kids the word, but I didn't teach them the law. I woke up yesterday and God said to me, it's time for you to stop trying to win those over that do not hear. Because what's coming for them will get them. They don't hear you. It's time to focus on yourself and get your sons in order. You spent long enough trying to win them over. Release them and let them go. I got family members. That hear not. My very parents. You, you don't understand what that's like. Trying daily to. Help them to see a thing they refuse. To see even when some can understand what you're saying, but they still hold on to a false God. Focus on my sons who are closer to where I am than they are. He said, what's coming for them? Hmm. 
Yeah. And shall talk to them when you sit in your house. And when you walk by the way. And when you lie down and when you rise up. And you shall bind them for a sign upon your hand. And they shall be as frontless between your eyes. And you shall write them upon the post of your house and on your gates. And it shall be when Yahuwah Eloekai shall have brought you into the land which he swore unto you, unto your fathers, to Ibrahim, to Yitzhak, and to Yaakov. To give you great and goodly cities which you built not. And houses full of good things which you filled not. And wells dug which you dug not. Vineyards and olive trees which you planted not. When you shall have eaten and be full. Then between then beware lest you forget Yahweh, which brought you forth out of the land of Mitzrayim from the house of bondage. You shall fear Yahuwah Eloeka and serve him and shall swear by his name. Which brings me back to what I mean earlier when I said I asked for a spirit of fear of Yahuwah Eloeka. That I swear by the name of the God of my ancestors. What will you do to prepare for what's coming? When you can see destruction all around you. And nobody's really taking heed to the warning signs because they've given our people foolishness to focus on why they constantly, strategically set us up. What ancestors land here, they stole and made us work hard bondage. To build it, to invent, to grow. And never give you what you're due. But yet, they can bring people not of this land into this land and give them money to flourish on your stolen land. And niggas ain't rolls up in the street yet. What you'll further make us broken and have nothing. Deuteronomy 28. He that 
is wounded in the stones or has his privy member cut off shall not enter into this assembly of Yehoah. Oh, shit. This is Deuteronomy 23. I can't see. But I was like, wait a minute. This ain't what they're supposed to say. <laughs> Come on here. Now, now, listen. They even told you a eunuch can't even enter into the, into the temple of God. We're going to get to that another day. Hmm. Man. And it shall come to pass. If you shall hearken diligently unto the voice of Yahuwah Eloheim. If you should listen attentively. Right? Diligently means like on alert, like quick. Ooh, we niggas that that just stung me because you notice I said earlier I hadn't been hearkening diligently, right? Do it, and I said, okay, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I promise. I'm gonna do it because I want to do what I want to do today. I'm gonna do it tomorrow, God, because I, I want to do what I want to do today. I'm gonna do it the next day, God, because I want to do what I want to do today. What what else do you say? That's that's exactly what I was saying. You hold on, God. I'm going to do what I want to do first. <laughs> but we don't realize this is what we're saying when we do this. We don't realize it, that we're being offensive to God when we do these things. Because we want to do what we want to do. This is what it says in the Torah that we should keep the Shabbat. And not do our goodly things. So when the Shabbat comes. We're supposed to focus that day on serving God. And relaxing ourselves. And enjoying. And connecting with our maker. Some of us spend some of the time doing it. Some of us spend no time doing it. But then we do our own goodly things that please us and make us happy. He only asks for a day out of the week. You have the rest of the six days to do what you want to do. And it shall come to pass if you shall hearken diligently unto the voice of Yahuwah Eloheka to guard and to do all his commandments, which I command you this day. Moses was sitting them up. He knew he couldn't go with them. He also knew he was dealing with niggas that ain't shit. He also knew he was dealing with hard-headed niggas that was going to do what they want to do when they want to do it, however they want to do it. Niggas, it only took three years for them to go backwards. But Caleb wasn't happy. I mean, I mean, sorry. Yeah, Joshua wasn't having it. Yahshua wasn't having it. Caleb was his brother, but they both wasn't having it. The only two people that came out of the 40 years actually getting the land that they deserved to have because they were obedient to what they were supposed to do. 
40 years wandering. A whole generation cut off and had to die. And these are now the first generation that came up out of Muslim, uh, Islam, uh, shit, Mitzrayim. <laughs> and only three years living in their own land, they already in the, in the, in the, oh, come on. They couldn't even last three years. We can't even last a day. Shit an hour for most of us. <sighs> to guard and to do all his commandments, which I command you this day, that Yahuwah Eloheka has set you on high above all nations. What does he mean? I've chosen y'all to talk to you. To give you these ways to set you up, to be an example, to show the nations what it's supposed to be like, to worship me. You already know. It's funny, right? You can look all across social media and I think the most funniest thing ever is everybody wants to be like the niggas in America. They're not following after the niggas across the pond. I find even Africans coming here trying to get in on it and be like, ooh, we. No, niggas. And this ain't offensive to Africans. This is some real shit. It's not a we. Because we're not the same people. Genetic shows that we're not the same. Not all niggas are Israel. That's a truth and a fact, nonetheless. But the most interesting is they all want to be us. They follow after us. And the things that we do. And all the negativity that we do. So imagine if we walked in righteousness, what that would look like for the rest of the nation. It really shows you the power of what God set for the people to be. And there is no way we can deny this. What other book tells you this? That the people will cling to us and follow after us. Oh, shit. Where else? Do you find it? Surely not in the book of the dead. Nor the book of Thoth. Father, help us. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. If you shall hearken unto the voice of Yahuwah Eloheka. If you listen, this is what you about to get next. If you follow, this is what be your goodly portion. If you do diligently, niggas, not half-assedly or when I feel like it or when I want to get to it. Father, I've heard you and now it's time for me to do what you said for me to do. 
that voice that be ringing in the back of your head. Oh, God, I know. I know I'm supposed to do it. Just give me a few minutes. Just give me a few minutes. I'm going to get to it. I'm speaking of my own shit. My daily mental battle. The battle is always in the motherfucking mind. Where else is it? It starts in the fucking mind first before we even make action. So where your mind at? And what are you feeding it? Mm. Blessed shall you be in the city, blessed shall you be in the field, blessed shall be the fruit of your body. Are your children blessed? Are you healthy? The fruit of your body, right? And the fruit of your ground and the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your kind and the flocks of your sheep. Is your job producing for you in a way where you have no wants? Because that's what that speaks of. Or are you always in the, the hole or in debt? Some of us make our own ass in debt. It's not that our job produces us to be in debt. We just be in fucking debt because we make bad choices. Bless shall be your basket and your store. Is your bank account overflowing? Or is it showing that you're blessed? Is your shit red or in the negative? Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. Yahuwah shall cause your enemy that rise up against you to be smitten before your face. Oh, Father. Is that what it says in the Christian book? No, love your enemies. <laughs> God said that they would be killed. Those that rise up against you without a cause. Not that you should seek for it to be done, but just to know that those that rise up and try to take you out will be smitten before your eyes, meaning you will see the downfall of those that seek to plot against you. And they shall come out against you one way and flee before you in seven ways. Yeshua, I mean, I'm sorry, Yahuwah shall command the blessing upon you in your storehouses. Command, he shall command the blessing on you. Meaning there's nothing you can do to stop it from happening to you. Meaning things begin to happen to you and you trying to figure out where it comes from and how it happened. Amazingly goodly things that you never expected. And all that you set your hand unto, and he shall bless you in the land which Yahuwah Eloheichai gives you. We sit in the land that Yahuwah Eloheichai had given us. Are we blessed in it? No.
Yahuwah shall establish you a holy people unto himself. Are we a holy people unto God? No. No, we're not. But you know what the amazing thing is right now, goddamn? I have seen more white people. Realize that Jesus is not God. Then I've seen niggas. This shit is a phenomenon taking over fucking social media, niggas. Once they realize who the fuck y'all ass was. And they begin to see something completely different than y'all ass do. Now ain't that some shit. It didn't take long for them to realize Jesus wasn't God. Why is it taking niggas so long to see that? Oh, we come from a long line of niggas rejecting God in a way. Right? That's what our ancestors did for years. They chose the love of other gods. But we're going to get to that when we get in this Jeremiah. You just watch and see. Yahuwah shall establish you a holy people unto himself, as he has sworn unto you. If you shall guard the commandments of Yahuwah Eloheka and walk in his ways, and all people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of Yahuwah, and they shall be afraid of you. Ah, Nick, listen. (laughs) Yo. Listen, listen, listen. I'm gonna read that one more time. I need you to I need you to hear that. And and all people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of Yahuwah and semicolon, meaning something next is very critical, niggas. And they shall be afraid of you. Are they not afraid of your ass now? You don't think, (laughs) listen, if it all of it, uh, if all it takes is for us to return to God the way we need to return to him and the rest of the motherfucking world are afraid to fuck with us. That's it. Ain't nothing else. There ain't no problems. Problem gone, niggas. Problem gone. If that's the factor, why haven't we found that out yet? They already afraid. That's a natural fear they already have. And now that they beginning to know who you are, that they've been mistreating and persecuting the wrong folks. Oh niggas. Ooh. I'm sure they are super nigga. Okay, let's move on. And Yahuwah shall make you a plenteous, make you plenteous in goods. In the fruit of your body, and in the fruit of your cattle, and in the fruit of your ground, and in the land which Yahuwah swore unto your fathers to give you, Yahuwah shall open unto you his good treasure, the heavens to give the rain unto your hand in his season, and bless from beginning to end all the work of your hand, colon. 
extremely important. Huddle up. And you shall lend unto many nations. And you shall not borrow. Father, lend and not borrow. Niggas, we don't even know what it's like to lend unto each other, let alone lend unto other nations and never have to borrow from them. Ain't this the same shit the Jewish people are fucking doing by keeping our principles that they lending to multiple fucking nations and not borrowing goddamn? Econogies and Rockefellers and all them other niggas. They're lending to many nations. And they don't have to borrow from anyone. That's your portion. That's your lot. Oh, damn. And you shall not go aside from any of the words which I command you this day. To go to the right or to the left. To go after other little G gods. To serve them. Oh, oh, family, all the little G-gods we serve, money, cars, jewels, fame, fortune, little (laughs) G-gods. You haven't realized these are elemental spirits that most people worship. But that's a story for another day. But it shall come to pass. If you will not hearken unto the voice of Yahuwah Eloheka. Forgive us. Forgive us, Father, for being disobedient. And not listening to your voice. And not taking heed to the words that you have spoken unto us. For not adhering to the things that you have given us to do. Forgive us all our forefathers. And everyone attached to it. Because we were ignorant fools. But it shall come to pass if you do not hearken unto the voice of Yahuwah Eloheka to guard to do all his commandments and his statutes which I command you this day that all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you, colon. Cursed shall you be in the city and cursed shall you be in the field. Cursed is the works of your hand and the things in which you do because no matter how much you keep trying to put this penny together to get that penny together to get that penny together that it never amounts to anything. That's cursed in the works of your hands. (laughs) 
when you are reproached and everywhere you go, people are looking in disdain unto you. That is cursed. You be in the city. Curse shall be your baskets and your store. Meaning your bank accounts will be cursed because it's negative. It stays negative. It never gets out the red. You get it out of the red to get back in the red. You get it out of the red to get back in the red. Curse shall be the fruit of your body. Curse shall be my children. God, you cursed my children? Drug dealers, gangbangers. Niggas out robbing, stealing, and killing. They out here doing all kind of manner of shit. Kids out here talking about they fucking cats and dogs and animals and shit. They'd rather be an animal than be a person. I'd rather be a man when I was born a girl. Or I'd rather be a girl when I was born a man. You don't fucking find this shit to be curse. Or a curse upon the people to the fact that they don't even want to be who they're born to be. I'd rather be something completely different. Where it's more safer for a black man to be a gay and a woman than it is for him to be a black man. You don't think that's why most of our sons are out here gay and becoming transgender because it's more safer for them and they have more protection from the government, goddammit, than they do for being just a regular ass fucking black man in these goddamn streets. But we don't find these two things to be cursed. We just say, oh, this is who they are. No, goddamn, this shit ain't fucking normal. Oh, shit, there you go. Fuck that. Truth is truth, nonetheless. Because when you start looking at the high suicide rates of half of these people and the choices that they make, and you'll realize it is a fucking curse. There you go. Trying to make us feel bad for the way we think and believe. We're so fucking ignorant that we fall for everything that these people give us to believe. They made man God, we believe that. Now you can change your gender. We believe that. Every fucking lie they give us, we believe. And we walk in that shit wholehearted and we embrace that fucking shit and we stand with it as if it's truth. And we don't even look at the fact that they keep leading our ass astray and they making us fall down to degenerate lifestyles. I mean, really, goddamn, it's just some basic fucking truth here. Nonetheless. And the fruit of your land. And the increase of your kind. And the flocks of your sheep. Even the ability not to procreate. Do you know how hard it is for people to produce children now? Father, help us. Curse shall be 
when you come in and curse shall be when you go out. Wherever you go. Yahuwah shall send upon you cursing, vexings, and rebuke. And all that you set your hand unto for to do. Until you be destroyed and until you perish quickly. Colon, because of the wickedness of your doings whereby you have forsaken me. Father God in heaven. Surely we rule and walk in ignorance and we have no knowledge of true understanding. Yahuwah shall make the pestilence cleave unto you. What is a pestilence? A roach is a pestilence. What is a pestilence? Flies in your goddamn house, flying all over the town. What is a pestilence? Anything to, that comes upon you to make you frustrated. Until he have consumed you from off the land, whether you go to possess it, meaning the pestilences are the things that keeps it or makes it so difficult for you to survive that you have no choice but to leave the land because the land is not giving or yielding unto you the thing that you need in order to survive. So you move to another place and the pestilence follow you there and you still can't make it, goddammit. Then you move to another place and the pestilence follow you there and it still can't produce the pestilence. Yahuwah shall smite you with a consummation and with fever and with an inflammation and with an extreme burning and... And with a sword and with blasting gun and with mildew and they shall pursue you until you are dead. Oh, Father God, that they shall pursue you until you're dead. Does that not speak of the enemies? Of, all right, I'm on. I'm mm-hmm. And your heaven that is over your head shall be brass, prison. And the earth under your feet shall be iron, prison. (laughs) And Yahuwah shall make the rain of your land powder and dust. Do you remember the the dust bowl of the 1930s? From heaven shall it come down upon you until you be destroyed. Yahuwah shall cause you to be smitten before your enemies. Colon. You shall go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them. Do you remember them scattering and running from master as they try to escape? And Yahuwah shall cause you to be smitten before your enemies. And you shall go out 
one way against them and flee seven ways before them and shall be removed unto all the kingdoms of the earth and your carcass shall be meat unto the fowls of the air, meaning left out, not even buried. And unto the beast of the earth and no man shall fray them away, meaning there'll be so many bodies left outwardly for the the animals to come and eat it and they won't be buried. Then nobody will come to come and bury you and put you in the ground. <sighs> and Yahuwah will smite you with the botches of Misraim, the boils, and with the tumors and with the scabs, dandruff, and with itch, Wherefore, you cannot be healed, eczema. Because all of that points to that too. And Yahuwah shall smite you with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart. This blindness not, is not just about you not being able to see, but it actually is, is about you not being able to really see, see. You know, uh, spiritually, see, 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 see. My sailor went to see, 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 to see what he could see, see, see. But all that he could see, 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 was a cross and a crucifix. See, see, see. And you shall grope at noonday, meaning you're going to be frustrated in the afternoon. As the blind gropes in darkness, just frustrated for no reason. You know how many people, niggas are are diagnosed with bipolar disorder because their minds is in uh, split? And because of you not prospering and not having a good life. Because all you know is misery around you and there is nothing but poverty and frustration and vexation. Every turn you have. And you shall not prosper in your ways. And you shall be only oppressed and spoiled evermore. And no man shall save you. No Malcolm X, no Martin Luther King, no Huey P. Newton, no Frederick Douglass. Nobody can save you from this. Because you're going to be looking for revolutionaries to rise up and lead the people. But there's nothing that's going to stop or change what's going on with you. Because you really haven't understood why you're dealing with this shit. It's vexation and frustration all day, every day. How is it that we're these people and we keep dealing with the same thing and nobody else have this issue? What is it? Why is it that we are so cursed?
even though we are blessed. Double entendre. You shall patrol a wife and another man shall lie with her. You shall betroth a wife and your brother will lie with her. You shall betroth a wife and your uncle and your daddy and anybody else will lie with her because you won't enjoy her because nigga. You shall build a house and you shall not dwell therein. How many of us have built so so many things that we can't even afford ourselves. We build people's businesses and companies every day. We're their employees. We don't get to enjoy the fruits of the labor of the work in which we build. Every day, we get up and we make somebody else fucking rich. Do you understand this? This is the act of a worker. We work to make other people live good. And we don't have any benefit of what we're tying into. Do you understand the ignorance of our jobs? And we really don't conceptualize the fact that we get up every day to make somebody else live a better life than we have. Think about that shit. Think about that shit so fucking deeply. As we choose not to work together to attain the things that we need to have on our own. Think about that real deeply. And you shall not dwell therein. And you should plant a vineyard. And you should not gather the grapes thereof. How many of y'all work in factories? Moving on. Your ox shall be slain before your eyes and you shall not eat thereof. And your ass shall be violently taken away before your face. And you shall not restore or it shall not be restored unto you. And your sheep shall be given unto your enemies and you shall have none to rescue them. That's like someone coming in, taking your land and taking your possession and say they're not yours. No more. They belong to me. Niggas. Conceptualize it. Conceptualize the fact that you will go buy a car that it's yours, but it's really not yours because you still got to keep paying for the car. It's called license and registrations, Nick. You constantly keep paying for a car you already bought. It's fucking genius. You go to school, you finish school, you get a degree. But you still got to keep going to school. You got to pay for your license. You got to pay and take the test that you already showed that you passed and you're proficient at. Because you wouldn't have got the degree you got if you didn't, if you didn't pass. Do you understand the genius behind the shit they fucking keep doing unto us? So not only do you pay for education, niggas, but you got to pay for a test that already showed that you were proficient at what you do. So shall I say it one more time? You pay for a test to show that you're already proficient at what you do. How were you proficient? Nigga, you would have never graduated from college if you weren't fucking proficient. But you still got to take a test to show that you're proficient. 
And you got to pay for that too. And then after you pay for that, you got to pay for your license. Because you got to keep renewing every two to three years. And not only do you have to not pay for that license that you got to get every two to three years, but God damn it, you also got to pay to go back to school. It's called continual education credit. Do you understand this shit? So that you stay perpetually in poverty because you're always paying for something. Father, help us in this wicked, fucked up ass city. In this wicked, fucked up ass nation. But none of us really understood the gamut that we're being fucked all over the town every time we turn around. Wickedness. Think about that. And your ox shall be slain before your eyes and you shall not eat thereof and your ass shall be violently taken away from before your face and you shall not be restored to you. Your sheep shall be given unto your enemies and you shall have none to rescue them. Your sons and your daughters shall be given unto another people and your eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all day long. And there shall be no might in your hand. They took our children when they came and they still take our children in the system. They still take them. Still. And you have no might in your hand to keep them from taking the fruit of your womb. Not only are those same systems taking your children, but they place them in places that are even worse than where they moved them from. Talk to us today, Father. And the fruit of your land and the all your labor shall a nation which you know not eat up, and you shall be only oppressed and crushed always, so that you shall be mad for the sight of your eyes which you shall see. We ask our brothers why they're so angry. They have every reason to be angry about what they experience every day. When sisters don't even understand all of the stress that's upon them when they walk out that door. But then when they come home, they don't come home to peace. They come home to more ridicule and vexation and frustration. And Yahuwah shall smite you in the knees and in the legs with a sore botch that cannot be healed from the sole of your foot unto the top of your head. And Yahuwah shall bring you and your king which you shall set over you unto a nation which neither you nor your fathers knew. And there Shall you serve other Elohim, wood and stone? When they came on these lands, 
as I'm reading about Christopher Columbo or Cristofaro Columbo and his mission from the Borgia Pope. Go look up the Borgia Pope and his son, Cesare Borgia, who is the God that y'all serve. The Borgia Pope sent Christopher Colombo here. But you would never know that. The Medici. Borgia Pope. The Medici's. The Medici's. Go look them up. Kanye West made a a declaration about the Medici's when he went on that rent early last year. They left this land and they said that we knew not of their God. We were keeping the mosaic principles already here. So we knew of the of the Old Testament and the Old Testament God. We just didn't know about JC. They write about that. Then they took our folks from here and took them over to Europe and they taught them about JC. And then they brought our people back. Teaching us about JC. You forgot your schools used to be your churches. They took our children. Hmm. Do you understand if you look up the, the history of Pocahontas and what they did to her? They took over there and she stayed there for a certain amount of time. When she came back into her own land. She was so disconnected from her culture and herself that she drunk herself to death because she felt like she had no connection to who she used to be. That tells you what assimilation does to a person. Once they remove you from your culture, you don't even know who you are or where you belong anymore. Wooden stone, Christianity and Islam. And you shall become an astonishment and a proverb and a byword among all nations, whether you or shall lead you. Niggas are an astonishment. Oh my God. Wow. A proverb. The only good nigga is a dead nigga. That's a proverb. And a byword. Nigga, coon, spick, jungle bunny. Among all nations, whether Yahuwah shall lead you, you shall carry much seed out into the field and shall gather but little, for the locust shall consume it. And you shall plant vineyards and dress them but shall neither drink of the wine nor gather grapes, for the worms shall eat it. You shall have olive trees throughout all your coasts, but you shall 
not anoint yourself with olive oil, for your olives shall cease his fruits. You shall beget sons and daughters, but you shall not enjoy them, for they shall go into captivity. We still don't enjoy our children today because we work so fucking much. We don't give we we don't enjoy our families no more. We work every we all we do is work. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't work we, we work and that's it. All your trees and your fruits and your land shall be locust consumed. The stranger that is within you shall get up above you very high. The stranger, nigga, that is within you shall get above you very high and you shall come down very low. Listen to that one more time because this is what the fuck is about to happen to y'all ass. The stranger that is within you shall get above you very high and you shall come down very low. Get ready. Because if you low now, your ass finna get even lower. And he shall lend to you and you shall not lend to him. And he shall be head and you shall be the tail. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon you. And she pursue, pursue. Have you ever seen a man pursue a woman? He's relentless. He won't stop until he get what he wants. And overtake you, meaning it's going to come on you. And there's nothing you can do to stop it from coming upon you. Until you be destroyed. Because you hearken not unto the voice of Yahuwah Elohim. To guard his commandments and his statutes, which he commanded you. Do you understand what rejecting the voice of God means to you when you don't take heed of the words that he has spoken unto you? One more time. All of these curses shall come upon you and shall pursue you and overtake you until you be destroyed because you had not hearkened unto the voice of Yahuwah to guard his commandments and his statutes, which he commanded you. And they shall be upon you for a sign and for a wonder upon your seed forever. I don't got to keep nothing. I'm going to do what I want to do. Well, you can do the fuck you want. But it won't stop the fucking shit that's coming for you. It won't hold up the, the negativity that's destroying you now. Nigga, why you yelling? I ain't yelling. I'm speaking very passionately. This is my last shit. This is my last. Oh, Father God, why can't so people get it? Why can't we listen? Why can't we hearken? Why can't we really, really get in our minds and understand the fucking shit that's going to come?
because you serve not Yahuwah Elohekah with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. Therefore, you shall serve your enemies, which Yahuwah shall send against you in hunger, in thirst, and in nakedness, in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron around your neck until he have destroyed you and all things we go to our enemies for everything there is nothing that we have Yahuwah shall bring a nation against you far from afar, from the end of the earth, as swift as a, as the eagle flies, a nation whose tongues you do not understand. Swift as the eagles fly. Isn't that the fucking symbol of the people that fucking came here before we got here, goddamn? Isn't that the symbol of your nation today, goddammit? They came, huh? A nation of fierce continents, which shall not regard the person of old nor favor the young. He gives no shits about old people nor young people. He don't give a damn about who he hurt, wound, or do anything to. It has no age or respect of person when they do wickedness unto you and your people. It hurt them not to shrink you up. It tells you cursed is a man who was hung upon a tree and left all day that the ground cry out. And when they left, it cursed the land. Where in the fuck else does that happen? It's only in America where they talk about the land being cursed by the natives. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Tell me I'm wrong. The disturbance of, you know, Indian burial places is known to be cursed land. Where else is they talking about that? And he shall eat the fruit of your cattle and the fruit of your land. And until you be destroyed, which also... Excuse me, which also shall not leave you either grain, wine, or oil, or an increase of your knife, for or flocks of your sheep until he have destroyed you. And you shall besiege you in in all your gates, and until the high and fierce walls come down, wherein you trust throughout all your land. And he shall besiege you in all your gates throughout all your land, which your Eloeka has given you, niggas. They still listen. (laughs) 
This is before Israel even established itself as a nation. All of the shit we're seeing and dealing with right now, goddamn, is right here. It is Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. The fifth chapter of the Bible. Israel ain't even in their own land yet. You're not even a true, real nation of people, actually. And God is already telling you what the fuck we finna deal with now. I don't even hear the New Testament Christians being able to give you this shit. You want to understand the black plot? Deuteronomy 28, nigga. The whole plight of American niggas. This right here. Don't forget the slave trade started in the Americas. I'm going to say that shit one more time. That African shit started in the 1800s. Some bullshit. That's how they can have a narrative to, to disconnect you from the land. But that's a story for another day. Because I still don't see that they parted. He said they parted up my land. Where did they part up Israel? Who parted up Israel? Who did they there? But they showing the fuck parted up the United States. They parted that shit up so good, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Moving on. And you shall eat the fruit of your body. Oh, baby, they talked about the natives eating their children. Because it was so bad. They had no food. They began to eat their own children. Yeah. That's how I really fucking got. And the flesh of your sons and your daughters, which Yahweh have given you in the siege and in the straightness, where within your enemies shall distress you, so that the man that is tender among you and very delicate in his eye shall be evil toward his brother. Does that not ex- explain all of the shit you see in the inner cities where niggas have evil intent toward their own brothers? Where they hate their own brothers for no fucking reason. There's just hatred Build up inside of them. And you trying to figure out. Why are our brothers so angry and hateful? Why you can't love the hate out of them? Where does this rage come from? So that the man that is tender. Your young men. And very delicate. His eyes shall be evil toward his brother and toward the woman of his bosom and toward the remnant of his children which he shall leave. Did you hear that? Not only will it be angry toward his own brother but toward his own woman there will be hatred and as well as his own kids that he will leave. 
the hearts of the father turned against or away from the children and the children's heart are turned away from their fathers and the mothers choose to lead their children's heart away from their fathers. You're not understanding this thing, this thing they call a phenomena in the black community that we can't understand. Why in the fuck did we do these things? Why are these things going on in our communities? But here it is right here. Black and white. So that he will not give any of them of the flesh of his children, whom he shall eat, because he has nothing left in the siege and in the straightness wherewithin your enemies shall distress you in all your gates. To the point where they have nothing. And they begin to eat their own children and women. Get ready. Because things are about to get harder. The father said there will be nothing like what we're about to experience. Nothing in history will compare to this last part. And if we've already read about the, the hard things that they've done already, oh, goddamn. What the fuck are we with? About to see. What's going to happen to the people who chose not to make Yahuwah their habitation? What will befall them that don't have his protection? And toward her young, one that comes out from between her feet, and toward her children, which she shall bear, for she shall eat them for the want of all things secretly in the siege and straightness wherewith your enemies shall distress you in your gates. If you will not guard to do all the words of this Torah, or as the Christians say, law. If you do not guard to do all the words of this Torah that are within the Sefer, that you may fear this glorious and fearful name from beginning to end, then Yahuwah will make your plagues wonderful. And from beginning to end, the plagues of your seed and even great plagues and of long continents and sore sicknesses and of long continents 
Moreover, he will bring you upon from beginning again all the diseases of Mitzrayim, which you were afraid of, and they shall cleave unto you. Also, every sickness and every plague which is not written in this Sefer of Torah, them will Yahuwah bring upon you until you be destroyed. And ye shall be left few in number, whereas ye are as the stars of heaven for multitude, because you would not obey the voice of your Eloeka. And it shall come to pass that as Yahuwah rejoiced over you to do you good and to multiply you, so Yahuwah shall rejoice over to destroy you and to bring you to naught. And ye shall be plucked from off the lamb, whether you go to possess it. And God rejoiced to do good for you if you kept what I've given you. So will he rejoice to do evil unto you as you break what I've given you. Father, help us. And Yahuwah shall scatter you among all people. From the one end of the earth, even unto the other. And there you shall serve other gods. Which neither you nor your fathers have known even wooden stone. And among these nations you shall find no ease. There'll be no comfort, no satisfaction. So why niggas saying, oh, it's rough in America, let's go to Africa. Oh, it's rough in Africa, let's go to Europe. Oh, it's rough in Europe, let's go to South America. He said, no matter where you go, you'll find no comfort. So it don't make sense to leave and go no motherfucking where else because it's still going to be the same no matter where you go. Neither shall the sole of your feet have rest. Yahuwah shall give you there a trembling heart and failing eyes and sorrow of mind. Meaning, you'll never have rest. We're always working. Mind you, we never have rest, do we? Fear of heart, because we're always fearing that something's going to happen. We got to stop. We got to keep working because we're afraid if we stop working, this going to happen. And we're afraid if we do this and then and all this. And we're worried about this and we're worried about that. And it's almost something that we're worrying about every day. And your life shall hang in doubt before you. And you shall fear day and night. And shall have no assurance of your life, Father. Depression is so rampant. So many of us are depressed. There's no insurance of life. In the morning you shall say, What to Elohim, it were even. I mean, I wish it was even. I'm just ready to go to work. I'm ready to, get, I'm ready to go home. <sighs> and even you should say, what it Elohim, it be morning. 
I wish the morning would hurry up and come. For the fear of your heart wherein you shall fear, and for the sight of your eyes which you shall see, and Yahuwah shall bring you unto Mithraim again with ships by the way thereof. I spoke unto you, and you shall see it no more again. And there ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen. And no man shall buy you, redeem you. Deuteronomy 28. All of the books of Jeremiah is centered around everything that I just read. And as we go into the book of Jeremiah, I want you to reflect on Deuteronomy 28. Because it'll be edified in there. And everything he said that would happen or go down is going to be magnified in that book. Last thing, did you know that Christopher Columbus studied religiously the book of Isaiah? And he actually has a book of prophecy. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I look forward to looking into it. This man religiously said it was his. Let me let me read this to you right quick. Hold on, let me see if I can find it right quick. Because I thought that shit was, was, was wow. Um, what he said. It's something he said. Um, I gotta see if I can find it. No, it's back this way. Uh, let me see. It's a statement he made. Um, Hold on. For the execution of the journey to the Indies, which he knew where he was going. Mind you, now they keep saying that. No, we knew that West Africa was called the Indies and... America was called India Superior, and the place that we're known today as India was not called India. It was called, um, oh, man. Uh, I hate when this shit happens. It'll come to me later. Hold on. Really? I did not know this shit. This is this is very interesting. Hindustan is what it used to be called. It wasn't called India. It was called Hindustan. 
during the time of, of, of Columbus, it actually was called Hindustan. So that helps you to understand he knew exactly where he was going. Yeah, it was called Hindustan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Look, all the way, all the way up, in, uh, it, it was up, it was called Hindustan for a long time, y'all. They full of shit. <laughs> yeah, full of shit when they tell y'all that. So let me get back to what you said. Um, I had to go look up. Um, I had to look it up. Let me see if it's the one I was looking at before. Oh, yeah. Um... They call Columbus the right hand of Providence, um, wielded a strong mystical side, believing that he was acting as the right hand of Providence. That's the term that they used um, concerning Christopher Columbus. That was one. Okay. And um, it says that um, this was the fire that burned within me. When I came to visit your holiness, this is him talking about him going to see the Pope because the Pope was commissioning him to take control over Israel. This is what they said, right? And for the execution of the journey to the Indies, I was not aided by intelligence, by mathematics or by maps. It was simply the fulfillment of of what Isaiah had prophesied. <laughs> I told y'all ass. I told y'all. I fucking told y'all. Y'all niggas thought I was making up shit. I told you I was going to dig to the bottom of this shit. One more time for the motherfuckers in the peanut gallery goddamn that was sitting here on the... I'm going to show you. Listen. This was the fire that burned within me when I came to visit your highness or holiness. And his name was the Borgia Pope. Pope Innocent. That gave that nigga the manifest destiny. What was it? His position was to take control of Israel. What was it? He said, what now? And for the execution of the journey to the Indies, I was not added by intelligence, meaning, you know, based on what he was given by mathematics or by maps. What? It was simply the fulfillment of what Isaiah had prophesied. God, come on. <coughs> what did Isaiah prophesy, niggas? Oh, we gonna find it out soon enough. All I wanna say, niggas, all I wanna say is I know y'all niggas thought my ass was tripping when I said that America is actually where Israel is located, niggas. Well, Father, what was it? Huh? What? What was it? Niggas. Oh, motherfucking niggas. Who proved me again? Father. Father, you love me, don't you? I know you do. 
I know I'm a fool. And I know I need to get my shit together. But niggas. <laughs> Ooh, I hear laughter in the rain. <laughs> yeah, niggas. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I felt good. That felt so good. Oh, that felt so good. Niggas, it felt great. <laughs> Mm, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, this feel good. So deep, goddammit. Fuck felt so good because I know niggas. Y'all thought my ass was tripping. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you believe the man. You believe the man. That's what you call a mic drop, niggas. Yeah, that's a motherfucking mic drop right there. Let's see if any of the other shit that I fucking say you take it now. Huh? You you think you might listen now? Uh, father. What? What was it? Niggas. He said, y'all ain't saying gonna listen. You don't listen to shit. (laughs) I felt so fucking good and I felt so fucking vindicated by that one. But... I said I was going to play you this, this year, this year, um, um, this, this year, um, this right here, hold on, this is it, this is, this is it right here. What the fuck, I would, let me explain how I maintain these thresholds of pain. I walk across the sun barefoot looking for shade. I placed flowers at a grave of somebody I could have saved instead I groveled and prayed instead of making a change. Hmm. I got feelings that I'm feeling that I'm not allowed to feel. Pain in my voice, but I'm not allowed to yell. Memories of heaven with no evidence they're real memories. See, my real memories I can't remember well. But I remember Will. Will was my brother. Will was a true friend. You know the kind of friend that you call up when that girl that's your friend say, yo, you got any friends for my friends? That type friend. I knew Will wasn't going to bring no flowers, but he was going to make a laugh, and that's all we really needed at the end. Will told me once, he said, thank you. Will told me once, he said, we live by the gun, die by the gun, right? But if we really believe that, then why would we buy our guns, right? If you can drive by the slums, you can hear that pop, pop. That's a plot by the young Madonna, pop, pop. That sunlight, sex, money, and drugs like fucking occupation. We was born in that hellfire, half a block from Satan. That's what I was raised in, or should I say, placed in? Felt like I was caged in, but damn, I'm so patient. Standing ovation for those who didn't make it, we should celebrate. Because we in a better place than the haven for the wasted. They pray unto the Savior every day. Praise is like Jesus. But he never saved them. Mm. So we still waiting. We serving these smokers still basing. No more dough. She traded that PlayStation 4. Oh, do you know where it takes them? Inject it in the vein. Take the pain and erase it. Sniff it up the nose for that slow sedation. H2 and O was more of an education. 
You're one degree or them 400 degrees that I bake with, nigga? That's greater than less than basics. Come on. They say time is money. Well, the money that I make and the time that I save gives me both for wasting. Mm. So am I really that patient? Mm. Or am I just a hypocrite? Mm. Am I helping pedal with that devil that I'm living with? Taking in full consideration just what I'm dealing with while playing that new PlayStation I took from that kid. What's he doing now? Playing in the street? Will he follow in my footsteps because of me? See, with us, every day it was the same shit. We hop in the same whip and listen to that same nigga lying on the radio about selling that same brick. I put the same clip back in my 380 semi-auto. I fill it with hollows and just for tomorrow. The day after that's the same as the last. I hate going backwards and facing my past. I was raised in the ghetto to say it's a trap. I hate to admit it. How the fuck am I going to raise a kid playing in a place you won't visit? Mm. You hear what I say, you say I'm explicit. You see what I see and you say that I'm gifted. It's different if you say that you lived it. I watched my nigga get shot. If I tell who did it, then I'm snitching. But if I kill him, you go to prison. You don't live how I'm living. It's just different. Come on. See, look. You be watching the news. I ain't watching that news. Even on my block on the news, somebody that's got shot that I knew in a spot that I grew. Y'all know that spot. Where they say a rose grew from the concrete, right? Mm. And we all celebrate. Them scratches and scrapes on our stems, we confuse our scars with art. Mm. But nobody takes time to realize that we shouldn't have to fucking live this hard. And as a black man, we're taught that we try to tell y'all what the fuck going on with us, it doesn't matter, so we don't talk. I just get more and more tattoos Black ink, blood of a black man who won't bleed when he's cut deep. Mm. See, my skin won't slice, break, or bend, or my wounds grew within because only a few knew these stories were actually true. Mm. My imagination's only outrageous to strangers. See, strangers only notice that danger. You stand too close, you can't distinguish that picture. That's exactly why I distance from niggas. You see me clear when you don't look. Any of y'all remember the magic eye books? That's just an example how your image gets scrambled. Mm. So you don't know me, you just know who I hand you. I give you confidence when no one can confide in. I talk loud to break out my own deafening silence. I sing other niggas' songs because my songs don't sound right. Life gave me lemons, so I hide in this limelight. If everything happens for a reason, what's the reason I'm lonely? Even when I'm with all my homies. I wonder if everybody feels that I'm still me and hasn't seen I'm changed. Maybe I'm not the real me. I got niggas trying to feel me, right? Y'all want to respect them. But on the other end of the spectrum, some trying to kill me. I wake up and give God his praise and see the scars from a bullet when I wash my face. I wrote half this shit, I swear to God, in a cell when I caught my case. Even after I beat it, I still feel defeated. That's black ink, the tears of a man who can't cry. Because I cry inside, look through my eyes, who am I stressed trying to make sense of suicide? Life's a game, and if you don't play, you can't win. But on the other end, if I don't play, I can't lose. How can I choose when there's no choice? It's like everything I do here has no point. Life makes me want to scream. But as a black man in America, I feel like I got no voice. So I choose more and more black ink, the eyes of a man who wants you to see what he can. I know times is hard, but remember, when he draws your card, you can't dance with the devil and walk with God and still stand as a man. That would take six feet. Come on. Now shit, that's deep. 
on the beach, one set of footprints on the sand. But they started size three and inside ten, which means I've been all alone since I was a kid. I know I had to have a halo floating over my head or I'll be dead. Lord, please let me lead. I don't want to be led. Them banned dreams feel like thorns in my bed. Because I was raised in a bed of roses. Life's a little bit of love in a lot of moments. When it's all said and done and it's never over. I gained the angel, but now I'm draped in these devil's clothing. So we talk about giving flowers. But we got to work through the pain. Sometimes I wonder, when Will was in that casket, did he confuse the flowers dropping on top of his coffin as rain? Or maybe he's somewhere better. Walking across the sun barefoot looking. Let me explain how I mean. Niggas. If you connected Deuteronomy 28 to the words of this man and his poem titled Will's Flower by Mello Jones. Where you can see Deuteronomy 28 all through that. Man, sometimes we don't place truth with truth and see the realness of what the scripture says and speaks unto you. How long did we sit in that church then? And it found no comfort, no understanding to the plight of a black man. But soon as we crossed over into the Old Testament, all we see is explanation and understanding of the black plight in America. Understanding as to what I'm dealing with and facing every day. The answers to what I've experienced here. Man. Man. My mind is on the movie School Days when the end of the The movie, you find Lawrence ringing the bell, telling all of the, the people to wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You've been asleep long enough. You've been a a dead, unfruitful doze for years. It's time to wake up. No longer shall we sleep. A friend of mine always says a statement to me. Endure. Well, what does that mean? 
endure. We keep pressing forward. And even when we have hardship, we have or we should have people around us to help us endure through the hardships. So then I say, well, who did you surround yourself with to speak life and help you through the hard times or the frustrating times in your life? Who do you have to be by your side to let you know they are with you when you're going through They're there to endure with you. Father God in heaven. Let us learn the fear of Yahuwah. To hearken diligently unto his word. Let us not ignore the word spoken unto us. Let us learn to be obedient diligently. Diligently means right away, as soon as you can, quickly as possible. Let us learn to fear Yahuwah in all diligence. That we learn to keep his word close to our heart. That we learn to follow his principles. That they walk with us Daily, let the nagging word keep us in line. Hold us accountable for the things that we do that are incorrect. Show us the way, Yahuwah. Let us line up and let us not lean to the left nor to the right, but let us go straight towards your direction in all things. That we learn to stay away from evil and corrupt companions and people. Let us not fall the prey to the snares and the traps of our enemies that they have set before us. Let us walk upright. Let us confess our wrong and our faults to one another when we have wronged them. Let us speak life to those who need life spoken unto them. But let us be truthful in what we say, even though it might hurt someone's feelings. Because truth is greater than lies. And the spirit of corruption lies in the heart of those who lie. Keep us along the way. That your word, that your statutes, that your commandments 
and your judgments be forever in our hearts and minds and that we derive or deviate not from the way. That we stand firm on the foundation of Torah. That you encompass us all around and all about ourselves inwardly. Let it bind with our DNA as your name is so written upon it. Much love and respect to you, O Yahweh. I mean unto the family, we love you. We appreciate you. Much respect is to you. And we give you thanks and honor. Shalom.